It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. Can be wild. Welcome to the Bad Movie Cult. When we started doing these bonus episodes, I thought it'd be a good idea. <laughs> I think what you've done is you've given me carte blanche. <laughs> Ice cream. Yes, please. I don't think I've enjoyed a bonus episode <laughs> since we've started, to be honest. <laughs> Santa and the ice cream bunny. I bloody love them, except that one, obviously. <laughs> uh, anyway, welcome to another bonus episode. It is a bonus. Is it? Yeah, I like this film. It's fun. No one asked for it, but you've got it. <laughs> I did. <laughs> it's the Charles Philip Moore 1990 film... Demon Wind. Sixty years ago, an entire family vanished without a trace. Now one young man must face the Demon Wind. How do we get to the Carter place from here? You can't? I think something bizarre has been going on at that farm for a long time. I want to find out what. It's a gateway to hell, and there's no turning back. Protesta Santa la Vived. What did it say? It said, Now Satan shall walk. Please, boy. Don't go up there. I have to. You can't leave. You were mine. Now you see it. Now you don't. Now you're dead, Demon Wind. This was written and directed by Charles Philip Moore. Anything to that? That's incredible news. I don't know who he is. Didn't do anything else. No, that's why I don't know who he is. Stars no one. Yep. And he's about <laughs> nothing. <laughs> IMDb rating of 4.9 out of 10. See? That's pretty what do you good. You see? Well, that's not bad. It's a horror film. You don't get. Quality horror films ratings. Do Rotten you? Tomatoes rating twenty one percent. See, <laughs> <laughs> a little fun fact for you, Ken. Please do. I like them. Lou Diamond Phillips. Yes, was true. married. <laughs> is it true or false? <laughs> was married. Work does it? <laughs> <laughs> he was married to one of the assistant directors of the film. Frequently visited the set and played one of the demons under under a pseudonym. Really? Yes, you can. That's Philip you can. Diamond Lou. Yeah. <laughs> Lou Sapphire Phillips. <laughs> Lou Whitefire Phillips. plot for you. Go for it. With the need to investigate the mysterious death of his grandparents, Corey and his friends assemble back to the old farmhouse where it all began 60 years earlier. There's no need, is there, to actually investigate any of it? No. 
Not only, not only is there no need to go <laughs> because uh, like they died years ago. Yeah, they died sixty years ago. It's not like they've just died, and he's like, oh my god, what happened? Yeah, not only is it not, no, there's no need to go. There's no need to bring nine of your mates. <laughs> Imagine if your mate was like, oh, come and look at this farmhouse that my parents, grandparents died 60 years ago. It's right out in the middle of nowhere. It's going to take hours. I'd be yeah. like, you're all right. You'd be like, no. Uh, it's actually more than nine, I think, because two turn up randomly no, it's, it's, at the end. a couple more, yeah. Got some uh, keywords for you. Okay, go for it. Demon. Well, yes. Is it wind? Is that another one? No. No? Satan worship. Yes. Vomiting. <laughs> yes. Mullet haircut. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> kung fu. Kind of. Magic kung fu. <laughs> um, nudity. Yeah. Buxom. What? Okay. Bare breasts. <gasps> My goodness. Female nudity. That's more like it. Male nudity. No, thank you. And black lace panties. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> why so Ken wanted to watch it. <laughs> Three taglines for you, Ken. Let's see. If you were the producer of the film, you need to choose the taglines for this. I'm on it, yeah. I'm, I'm giving you three. You have to choose one. Okay, I'm, I'm behind a big desk in a big office, yeah. It'll blow you away. Mm. There's something deadly in the air. Mm, sounds like a fart. They both do, don't yeah. they? Yeah. The last one. Now you see it. Now you don't. Now you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't really know. I'm not sure I'd use any of them. I'd go and ask somebody else for some. Oh, let me just have a drink first and then we'll crack into it. Eh? <laughs> I'll add a, a credit for you. I'll go on. An and. Oh, yeah. And Rufus Norris as Harcourt. Very nice. Yeah. Remember Rufus Norris? Remember no. him? I don't remember no. Harcourt. No. I do. He's the owner of the uh, gas station. Oh, I called him shitty pants. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> he calls you that. I know. This film starts with a burning cross, which is always a good way to start a film, isn't oh, yeah, it? I like it, yeah. It's Welcome got a, it's to got the a, Deep South. It's got a skull on it. Oh, like a skeleton on it. Though, yeah, it? it's a, someone's been crucified and set on fire. Yeah, That's 1931. Always the way. Yeah, we do. We get a Half past seven. Uh, there's a dead body of a man on the floor that we s- s- zoom over. Um, we had to look through the house for a bit as the credits roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a, uh, it's an old cabin, isn't it? With like some photographs and uh, a boiled goose. Yes. <laughs> or some shit. The music actually reminded me a bit of society. Yeah, it is a bit, of... it's a bit like a choir, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, we got some satanic shit on the floor. Some candles. Yes, I do like candles. Sure. Lots, lots and lots of candles again. Who the hell's doing this with Meat candles? <laughs> All of his ex-music videos they're using, I think. Yeah, it's uh, The Blood of the Lamb, I think, is the song. Yeah. Yeah, he keeps, keeps mentioning that. It's a really jolly church song. <laughs> yeah, there's all satanic like drawings and stuff in chalk on the floor by the door and yeah. shit like that. There's a woman. She's standing there. She looks terrified. It's because a demon starts talking to her. Yeah, that would work, wouldn't it? <laughs> the spells can't keep us out, it says. Thankfully, George is there. Yes. Yeah. Old so, husband George. Yeah, reliable jo- George. George walks in. She goes, oh, George, thank goodness, I'm so scared. Uh, George just stares blankly at nothing. Yeah. Uh, she goes to hug him. He doesn't react whatsoever. 
It looks um, like George was eating a muller rice yeah. beforehand. <laughs> Until he just eventually vomits down her back. Yeah. Yeah, which does look like just rice pudding. Yeah. Yeah, looks disgusting, to be honest. Look, there's a lot of vomiting in this. She was like, did you bring the daggers in the diary? And uh, he yeah, vomits all over her. She recalls away from him. He does it again, just yeah. vomits muller rice. Yeah, he's got... Blood eyes, hasn't he? He's yeah, kind of, boils on his face. Yeah, and then he just starts pulsating. He turns into a demon. This was shot on a 500 grand budget, this. It's not bad at all. It's not bad. I was going to say, you've been very harsh to it before I mean, we even started. Right, let, let me get this out of the way now. The last half an hour of this film is absolute fucking nonsense. <laughs> well, that's true, <laughs> and yeah. The start, and the first hour is also fucking nonsense. <laughs> if the crystal breaks... It's the end of both of us. And now, my pig, you die. No. No. Stop! She picks up a snow globe on the side there and says that if it smashes, it means the end for both of them. He attacks her anyway. We get blood all over the snow globe that she's holding. She drops it on the floor, and the whole movie blows up. Yeah, so she was right. It is, yeah. Yeah, because she did drop it. It did break, and everyone just explodes. Yeah. That bit was the best bit of the film. <laughs> what do you think to that? <laughs> that bit. And I was watching that like, I hope he gets better than this. <sighs> I don't know. What's wrong with you people these days, eh? Cut to the present day. It's Corey. He's with his Mrs. Elaine, and they're driving to his grandparents' farm. Yeah, it looks like a fun trip, doesn't it? Yeah. Total silence. Yeah. She's trying to talk to him, and he's just staring blankly out the window. The actor that plays Corey, man. Oh, my God. (laughs) He's not an actor. He doesn't look like an actor. What do you think to Corey? I I didn't like Corey, no. No, No, he's not overly likeable, is he? No. Elaine's all right. She could probably be an actor. Yeah, I didn't know her name either until the end of the film. I had to look it up. Yeah, I didn't know anyone who had actually said her name. No one says anyone's name. (laughs) It's like, who's this? Anyway, she asks what his dad was like for some reason, and uh, we get a flashback, and his dad was Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah. In his bloody nightcap. Yeah, she says uh, he was a drunk. Yeah, he was an old drunk. Uh, uh, that's pretty much that conversation done. When we, when we flash back, they all they do is just say their names to each other, and then we head back to the car. <laughs> <laughs> He's just remembering the time they said each other's names to each other. <laughs> yeah, well. And Elaine, she's not happy with Corey for ignoring her the last few hours in the car. You see, imagine imagine being on a like that long a drive and not speaking at all. Yeah, sounds perfect, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, <laughs> that's a great way to start your holiday. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, he hasn't been the same since he saw his dad, is yeah. what she says. Remember his dad? We mentioned him just a second ago. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, it's all based on him, apparently. We get a girl on a hill pointing a stick at us for a little bit. Yeah. She's in a dressing gown. She's covered in mud. Yeah, she's... Remember her? She, she's odd. Because <laughs> she, she comes back. Yeah, she's an odd lady. Uh, back in the car, Corey tells us he's uh, had a voice in his head telling him to get to his grandparents' farm since he met the old man. Since he met his old man. His dad. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, again. Remember his dad? No. <laughs> uh, they turn up to, I think it's the town of Nilbog they turn up to. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> it's, a, it's a little gas station with store attached and diner. Uh, they're at a cafe and... Uh, this is Harcourt's place. Yeah. It and says it on the door. 
Uh, he says that he's seen this old man in a dream, but when we see the dream, he's not in the dream. He's just naked. <laughs> it's just some naked woman. It's naked to him, isn't it? Oh, yeah, the buttocks. But yeah, with his bloody arse out. Um, anyway, yeah. He gets um, his throat ripped out as well. Oh, it's the bloody corpse of his gran, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's the throat ripped out. It's his welcome home. Uh, the girlfriend is uh, is worried about him, saying he looked like he went somewhere else there, but he says he's fine. Yeah, he said I was just having a flashback to a dream that hasn't got this old guy in it. Yeah, he never said it did. <laughs> they pull up to the petrol pumps, and the guy he says he met in his dream, but actually wasn't there, comes out, and he asks uh, what he can do for them. He's nice, isn't he? He's pleasant he's enough. A nice guy. Corey says, how'd you get to the Carter place? And the old man gets defensive, saying there's no such place. Yeah, he says, you can't. There's no such place. And just walks off to nowhere. Yeah. Because he's just like walking around. Because <laughs> he forgets to go back inside, doesn't he? The just only walk. set is the front of this cafe, so he can't go anywhere. So he just walks off into the, the hills. <laughs> Howdy, folks. What can I do you for? How do we get to the Carter place from here? You can't? There's no such place. This map says it's right near here. That map's wrong. Now, unless you want some gas, why don't you just move on? The guy heads back in, back behind the cafe, as Ken says, gives him a little look like he's just shitting his overalls. <laughs> That's where I got the nickname it's for good, It's good because Elaine says, oh, maybe he's right. Let's just go home. It's yeah. like they've been traveling for how many hours? And <laughs> yeah. now this old bloke says, no, it doesn't exist. And she's like, well, maybe he's right. Maybe your grandparents didn't live anywhere. Yeah, they uh, <laughs> <laughs> they actually say, well, on the map here, it says that the Carter place is here. And the guy's like, well, the map's wrong, bitch. Yeah. He didn't say bitch. <laughs> yeah, and she thinks that's more likely, isn't it? Yeah. He's right. The cartographer is wrong. That's right. Cartographer. People who make maps. Oh, very nice. Facts. Yeah, she does. She says to go home. Corey tells her to go piss up a rope, and they head inside to the cafe, and it's deserted. Yeah. They say, hello. Is anybody here? Lionel Richie. And I thought it'd be great if uh, it was just the old bloke is like, Yes, you know I am. I've just spoken to you outside. <laughs> it's the old bloke. He's just put like a pinny on. <laughs> He's pretending to be someone else. Got a wig on. Yeah, it's like Norman Bates. <laughs> but it isn't. It's the waitress. She she finally comes out with today's specials. They've got beer, Coke, water, and goat's milk. Mm. Proving Coca-Cola is literally everywhere nowadays. Yeah, but before she actually emerges from the kitchen, um, Elaine pulls her trousers down. She pulls her pants down and shows her ass. Yeah, it's got a little heart on there. Yeah. Why, that, why is that in the film, that bit? I assume because she's got a nice ass and she wanted to show everybody it. Why did she show it? Why did she pull her? I think, I think the, it, she was trying to cheer Corey up. That's a nice way of cheering him up. Yeah. I wouldn't mind if people cheered me up like that. No, 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 no not everybody. <laughs> Come on. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Yeah. Ladies of the Bad Movie Call, if your uh, boyfriend is, Upset. if you're on a road trip. Yeah, yeah, if he's moody and miserable for no apparent reason. He's thinking about his dad, who's a Charles Dickens character. Yeah, and his dead grandparents. And he wants to go somewhere that they've been dead for 60 years just to have a look. And you want to cheer him up, show him your ass. Yeah. Pro tips there from the Bad Movie Cult. It does kind of work because he almost smiles at stuff, doesn't he, Corey? Almost. Yeah, well, that's, that's him through the whole film, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I think uh, the the line is, 
a moon for the misbegotten. Yeah. Whatever the hell that means. Fuck knows. Anyway, yeah, she turns up and uh, offers them that that menu. Yeah, and they both order a Coke. Of course they do. Uh, The girlfriend asks if there's anyone that's been in the cafe today. And the waitress says, well, old man Diva was in here a week ago. And Mrs. Wilson came by with a little Linda last week. Yeah. So no, then. (laughs) There has been no one in the the cafe. (laughs) Have you seen the menu behind her? No, what did it say? Oh, there's some great food on there, all less than a dollar. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. You can get burgers, fish and chips, pastrami, barbecue ribs, ham sandwich, which is probably the most overpriced thing on there. Bologna sandwich? Fish burger? No, sadly not. A hot link salad? Oh no, hot link sandwich. Uh, barbecue beef. That's just hot dogs in a <laughs> in a salad. <laughs> and uh, half a fried chicken. Less than a dollar less for each of them. Jesus. Yeah, each of those less than a dollar. Bloody Harcourt. Who's delivering all that shit to them? <laughs> and do they have all of it? Even though no one's been in there for a week. It's all fresh every day. Yeah. Bloody idiot. <laughs> She tells us the haunting story of little Linda being sent away to school for some reason. Yeah. Don't know why. No, I don't know why either. Is that little Linda up on the hill? It might be. It's the only possible connection there is. Yeah. Uh, Corey asks her how far away the Carter farm is, and shitty overalls comes in. What's his name? Harcourt. Harcourt. Comes in, just says, for fuck's sake, I've already told you, it doesn't (laughs) exist. Jesus Christ. He gives the waitress the look that says, don't make me shit in your overalls as well. And she tells she tells them that she's never heard of the place. But hold on, Ken. Who the fuck is this turning up now? Well, at first I thought he said, that's got to be Joe's Jeep. Mm. But it turns out there's nobody called Joe in the film. So no. I think they said Dale. Yeah, which is then Dell. Yeah, but then changes to Dell. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I swear he said Joe at the beginning, but anyway. Looks a bit like Homelander from The Boys, this guy, just driving in a Jeep. <laughs> yeah, he's like a blonde jock, isn't he? Yeah, he's feathered hair like Swayze in Roadhouse. Yeah. He's got a bit of that going on. Uh, Del walks in and he kisses Elaine straight as soon as he walks in on the mouth. And I was like, oh, I thought... Yeah, it's they... very odd. And she's fine with it and so's everyone else. So's Corey, Yeah, and, probably. and so's Del's girlfriend. Yeah, Terry, her name is. Yeah. He gives some high fives to Corey, hurts Corey's hands. Corey asks her how the drive was, and uh, Del says, It sucked, but you know what women are like. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? I don't know. I was thinking about my grandfather the whole way, yes, and my dad. You may have noticed, but they've been recently been killed 60 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Del bought Terry with him. Yeah, to stop to buy some outdoor clothes for her, the fucking bitch. God, women, eh? Imagine that. Imagine going on a trip and not having any clothes at all. That's how Del keeps her. That's how he likes her. Yeah. Uh, Del tells her that uh, she looks good enough to eat and then kisses her as well. He's like Lord Flashheart, just (laughs) rolling in and kissing all the women. There's no time for that because who's this that's arrived as well? Posh fuck. It's Jack. Posh fuck Jack and his girlfriend Bonnie. Jack the preppy twat is what I've written. Bonnie is every single girl from the uh, Slumber House Massacre, isn't she? Yes, she is. Yeah, she's all of them. Yeah, slumber party massacre yeah. even. <laughs> yeah, I like how Corey when he when he kisses Terry he says that is why I keep her around. And that's his like catchphrase in this. That's Dale's. Dell's. Sorry, yeah, Dell says that's yeah. why I keep her around. He says yeah. that about six times in the film. Yeah, but we get Jack and Bonnie. Corey, uh, Corey's glad to see Jack for some reason, but that's cut short when Dell calls them homos for shaking hands. <laughs> 
<laughs> He's a no-nonsense jock. Elaine. Hi, Dale. Well, now, don't you look good enough to eat? Corey, my man. Oh, hi, Dale. How was the drive? It sucked. Well, she know how women are. We passed that last mall. Terry panicked, and we had to stop. I just had to get some outdoor clothes. And you, you do look good enough to eat. That is why I keep her around. Bonnie, baby, how are you? I'm fine. You look simply marvelous. Oh, and you look absolutely divine. Oh, thank you, thank you. Bizarre greeting rituals of the subculture. Good afternoon, Mr. Harmon. Jack, man, am I glad to see you. Well, your message sounded urgent. So, here we are. Thanks for coming. I mean that. Yeah, well, if you two homos can keep your hands off each other for a second, let's get something to drink. Maybe Corey can tell us why we're out here in the sticks. Anyway, Dell grabs a beer, starts drinking. He asks if anyone else wants one. Everyone politely declines, and he says, What is this, just say no week? It's not. And, uh, oh, he's brilliant, isn't he? Terry says it isn't for me, and he says, and that's why I keep her around. Boom, boom. Should have that on a t-shirt. Maybe I will. Cue some of the worst on-screen kissing I've ever seen. I'm pretty sure he unhooks his jaw at this point. They just <laughs> swallows her whole head <laughs> like a boa constrictor. Yeah. <laughs> Elaine tells Bonnie that Dell has a tiny penis, and uh, Bonnie just spits coke all over Corey. Yeah. Of course, uh, Dell, he's sat um, about two feet away, so can't hear any of this. Yeah. But then does say, what are you talking about? Is it my penis? (laughs) (laughs) You know, he doesn't say that last bit, but he immediately suspects they're laughing at him, which they are. And um, she just says something about, oh, it's so, it's something so small, it doesn't worth bothering about. Yeah. Some some rubbish, and they laugh again. And everyone around the table is like poking each other in the ribs and like doing the the thumb point towards him. And yet it's only Del that can't hear what what was said. (laughs) Yeah. Even Harcourt pops his head back in and goes, <laughs> nice one, little dick. <laughs> uh, Jack tries lightening the mood even further by asking Corey about his dad, to which Corey tells us that his dad slit his wrist the day after I saw him. <laughs> Jesus. So happy holidays, everyone. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, oh, fuck this. Let's just go home. Yeah. Yeah, come on. Anyway, we can't stay, Corey. Thanks ever so much. I don't blame his dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I slit my wrist whilst watching the film. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Elaine has a go at him for not telling her, obviously. Um, yeah, that's women for you, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah so that's, a, that's his fault, isn't it? Yeah. That, that's one of his biggest faults is uh, not opening up about his dad slitting his own wrists. Yesterday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's something that's not in all, any way personal. Yeah. You know, I should be shared immediately. I'm your girlfriend. You need to tell me absolutely everything about your life ever. Immediately when it happens, please. Uh, Corey tells us four days after his dad was born, his family disappeared from the f- uh, the farm near here. So four days after his dad was born, his whole family disappeared. <laughs> what the f- how the fuck? Did- his dad wasn't I was there. I to work out how old everybody is yeah. this as well, because some of the dates they give. It's just like, yeah. how fucking long ago was that? Yeah. Yeah, his dad wasn't there because he was in an incubator at the hospital at the time, and his family was never found. Is that usual? 
You, you, the baby gets left at the hospital. You just fuck off home into the sticks, hours away from civilization. Well, I don't know. It was it was a weird time, as as we find out later. Oh yeah, your baby just needs to be kept in a few days. You go and drive six hours away, and then when <laughs> you, you just come back, you go and get some uh, half a fried chicken from Harcourts. Yeah, not 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 keep the mom around like close by, and then you go back. So you all just leave. He came up there to find out what happened after Corey was born. His dad did. Uh, and he never came home either. Like So there's been a whole family plus the dad disappeared. And Corey's like, I oh, might as well uh, go and check that out. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go and see what's going on. It's like the Bermuda Triangle, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Just people just still go, go there. He never came home, but I did go and um, visit him. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, he kept in touch, so I knew where he was. <laughs> However, I haven't heard from him ever since. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from then. Might not be the case that he just hated me as a child and just wanted to get away from me. It must be the farm. To be honest, it's it's feasible, isn't it? It is yeah. feasible. It's more than feasible. <laughs> uh, so Corey's heading up there to see what's happening, and that's why I invited at the time. Everybody five, knows <laughs> five of his closest friends with him. Uh, shitty britches. He turns back up again. He's got some advice. He says, "Take your friends and go home now. You do not own that property." And Dell gets in his face, asking, "Who owns the land, then, old man? You maybe." And the old man says, the dead. <laughs> Perfectly reasonable explanation <laughs> as to who owns that. Dell tells him that he not only has an attitude problem, he's also out of his fucking mind. Yeah, and he has an attitude problem. And he's crazy. Yeah, and he's insane as well. Coco loco. <laughs> Let me give you some advice, son. Take your friends and go home now. We've got business at that farm. Belongs to me now. You do not own that property. Oh, yeah? Then just who owns the land, old man? You, maybe? The dead. You know, you not only got an attitude problem, you're also out of your fucking mind. You ought to learn to respect the elders, boy, before one of them hurts you. Uh, Poopy Pants, he he pulls a gun on him. Anyway, he tells him he needs to respect his elders before one of them hurts him. I like that. It's a good line. I think that'd be a good tagline. It is a good line, that. Good tagline for a film, that. VFW. Yeah. Could have been that one. It could have, yeah. Uh, He tells them all to get back in your cars and go back to where they came from. Uh, Corey asks him what he's hiding up there. What does he mean? (laughs) and what is he hiding yeah Uh, and it seems this old guy went to the same creative writing class as Barrett Coldiron (laughs) because he says you know yeah he just like looks off into the distance and tells us a haunting tale it was the drought of 29 a hot dry wind blew that summer (laughs) the cattle and the crops were burned to a crisp the smell of death hung in the air Mm. I got a horse. <laughs> a cool morning breeze blew through the ranch house windows. It all happened on a Sunday. All the families were in church except the Carters, and they never missed church. That evening, I went up to see they were all right. God help me, I saw them. I saw the blood everywhere. Black blood on the walls, crimson, copper-smelling blood. Their blood. <laughs> Figures in the dark, laughing, coming at me, and I screamed and I ran. I never told a soul until now. 
You, Corey, don't you see? It's you I've told. Still, could I interest you in a hot link sandwich? (laughs) (laughs) Only 75 cents. (laughs) Fresh in today. He he pleads with Corey again not to go up there. Corey tells him that he has to. He says, oh, well, fuck it then. Yeah, he does. He just says, I I know. (laughs) Well, follow the road until it ends anyway. Yeah, in that case, here's the directions. 1929, that was, he said. Yeah. He was there. Yeah. How fucking old's he? Old as fuck. He is, isn't he? <laughs> he can remember all that. He remembers it was on a Sunday and everything. So, you know, he wasn't a baby. He wasn't a child. How old is this guy, Harcourt? There's a car coming over the hill. They've got yeah, the music he, he, blaring. He goes and just tells everyone, it's okay. It's okay. It's all sorted now. Even though this old bloke's still got his gun on us as we're leaving. Yeah. yeah, but we ain't got time for that, because what the fuck is going on now? This is mental. It's Wagner, and the Ride of the Valkyries is playing. <laughs> it's just playing, you can just hear it, and here comes a car, and who's in the fucking car? Um, a wizard. Two wizards. <laughs> Magicians, <laughs> if you if you will. And also Brian Blessed is flying overhead. <laughs> yeah, he's there. It's uh, You've got bloody the choppers from uh, Apocalypse Now. They're swooping down yeah. as well. Daniel it's, Bryan yeah, is it's, entering. It's, it's incredible. This, this fucking idiot who's sitting on, like, he's got his head, like, they're in a convertible, aren't they? And yeah. he's standing up. He's, he's got a fucking cape on, white gloves. <laughs> <laughs> He's a magician. My note is, a lad in a cape and white gloves is standing up while some doofus uh, with a loud hailer starts shouting at them from the driver's seat. Yeah. It's another two of their friends. It's Stacy and Chuck. Yeah, Chuck's a fucking magician. Yeah. And I think Stacy is... I Stacy is as is well. Is he? I thought I'm, he was just his assistant. No, he seems to be because he's like he appears, doesn't he, in smoke and shit. He's in a bathrobe. Yeah, very on. I don't know what he's wearing actually. He's like some, 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 looks like a fucking daft punk or craft work or something mm-hmm. like that. He's dressed as. Dell is unhappy because uh, Chuck is his girlfriend's ex boyfriend. Imagine if your girlfriend went out with this fucking guy before <laughs> you. You're like what the fuck? Yeah, he's he's got um he's got Swayze hair as well, hasn't he? Yeah, nothing we could ever do on this podcast can can explain how fucking ridiculous the appearance of these two are. <laughs> two magicians in a convertible driving over the hill during this fucking Playing film. Ride of the Valkyries by Wagner. God, I'm just shouting about how great they are. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, welcome and all those. What the fuck are you lot doing? Why the fuck would you invite these two twats to anything? <laughs> Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the wonderful world of magic. Today we will take you to the land of illusion and fantasy, where the commonplace is fantastic, and the fantastic is commonplace. I didn't know your former boy was going to be here. Well, neither did I. A princess should always have flowers. Yeah, it's a weird friendship group, isn't it, that Corey's got himself. You know what Chuck's first line is? No. A princess should always have flowers. And he pulls a bouquet oh, of flowers. flower thing out of his sleeve. Yeah, and throws it at Terry. And Dell's standing there angry. Yeah, but Dell, he throws his beer can. And what happens next is fucking ridiculous. Chuck kicks it. He does a high kick. 
And then as it comes back down, he does another high kick. And then I think he might even do a third high three, kick. Yeah. And then he does a spinning round the house kick and kicks the can back into Dell's face. <laughs> I never thought there'd be a character I like less than Dell in this. But well, then Corey, surely Dell's all right. I like Dell. Oh, he's still fucking annoying. Yeah, I know, but out of all of them, at least he's normalish. <laughs> he just kisses anyone on sight and is massively homophobic. <laughs> However, Chuck yeah, it was in the 90s. <laughs> Chuck is oh my god, I hate this fucking guy. How would this sort of behavior go down in England, Ken? If you if we were all out and then you were like I've invited my I suppose you'd be used to it if it was your mate, but if someone else invited their friend I've invited my friend. He's a magician. And so's his other friend. <laughs> You'd be like, what? And they turn up with their music blaring, like, ladies and gentlemen, what you are about to see. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> no one in the group would like it. wouldn't be like, <laughs> fucking hell. What the fuck is this? But everyone seems... To treat... <laughs> That's what you'd be saying in an Irish accent. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this? Everyone seems to enjoy this. Like, yeah, I don't know. Adele offers him to a fight after the beer can thing, and, and Chuck sets off a smoke bomb like he's fucking Batman. That's what I mean, and Stacey ap- appears between them and says, careful, don't hurt the rabbit. Yeah. There's a fucking rabbit on the floor. Yeah. Where the f- what? what? They've brought a rabbit and just put it on the floor, and obviously it just fucks off. <laughs> Never see that rabbit again. No. <laughs> a waste <yeah>. of money. <laughs> Corey calls everyone down and thanks these two for being here for some reason. It's, it's an odd group of mates, magicians, That's posh what I mean. twats. What, what, a, what a demographic this is. An old friends. man that shits himself. Yeah. The only thing that's missing, actually, is a, a black guy. Yeah. I don't know, but again, it Not was with the Del. 90s. Not with Dell in the group. Oh, yeah, you'd imagine, yeah, that yeah. would uh, cause issues. Uh, Stacy tells us um, he's excited to bring magic and wonder to this place. <laughs> there's nobody <laughs> fucking there. There's only Harcourt, and he's got a shotgun trained on him. <laughs> it doesn't look like he's open for magic, is he? <laughs> And also, he gets to hang out with these beautiful people, he says, pointing at all the, the mates. Which one's worse out of these two now after hearing it's him say that? definitely Chuck. Yeah, definitely. It is, yeah. Anyway, a bird shits on Dell. Yeah, because... Uh, they throw a pigeon into the sky, don't they? Well, Stacy is another one that asks, why are we here, Corey? It's like, what? <laughs> you turned up as <laughs> why well. Why have we also travelled all this distance for hours upon end? Yeah, we start to head off, but not before Dell gets to... I think to... they were playing that music the entire trip. Yeah. It was like for hours. Yeah. Like six hours just on loop. I think they might have had Welcome to the Jungle as well <laughs> at some point. Sweet child of mine blaring out. Sweet child of mine, that's it. I really hope these two die first is my next note about these magicians. <laughs> <laughs> they, they all get in their cars and drive off. And as they're driving, uh, Chuck and Stacy are just throwing their clothes out of the car. Just like over their heads. Into the fields. It's like, what the fuck are they doing now? And it's because they've got changed. But instead of just getting changed normally, they've done it whilst they're driving and thrown their clothes away. Which also means that they dressed especially for that entrance. (laughs) What a fucking couple of twats. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Their clothes are just in a field now. They just drive off, leaving their clothes behind. What the hell? They've already lost a rabbit and a dove. Now they've thrown (laughs) away their clothes. They've made of money, these magicians. Imagine imagine dressing with the specific thing of, I'm going to get dressed like this for my entrance, <laughs> and then yeah. for the rest of the so night... For my friends, who already know me, yeah. it's not like I'm actually getting paid for a gig or anything. I'm yeah. just going to say hello to my friends. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm going to dress up like this for a six-hour drive. <laughs> uh. Anyway, there's a bird's nest. Uh, there's an egg 
and it's full of worms. Yeah, there's just some symboli- symbolism, I think, of some sort. Similar to the earlier girl pointing with a stick and then there was a cow skull on the floor and, you know, shit like that. Maybe it's a representation of Dell's penis <laughs> in art form. <laughs> well, the egg full of worms. Yeah. Could be. Little dick, big could, ball, could one have, ball. Could have impregnated somebody. The worms represent the sperm and the egg is the uh, egg, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's representing that everything around there is polluted, death. I think that's probably more likely, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, they stumble across a skeleton crucified to a cross, the one yeah. from earlier. Yeah, because um, they, they've pulled off the road now, and I think they've they've managed to uh, reach their destination. Uh, I like the question of, what do you think happened here? <laughs> this yeah. is like, I don't know, suicide by the look of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Crucify themselves <laughs> and then burn to death. Yeah. Yeah, probably a suicide. Looks like he slipped. He's <laughs> gone mad, eating his own hands. I've seen it before. Yeah, but, it's nice that that's still there. Yeah. Isn't yeah, it? That somebody's left that there for 60 fucking years. Which <laughs> <laughs> just drives past like, oh, fuck's sake. They all get out of the car and they look at it really, really closely, which I always thought was really funny. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, they are. It is good. Yeah, the house is just a burnt-out shell, by the way. There's nothing there. Symbolism. Yeah, Dell's dick. Uh, Bonnie trips over. Can't us. get an erection. She tri- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like a burnt-down cottage. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a dick like a burnt-down cottage. He <laughs> <laughs> says later on. <laughs> Yeah, she trips over and uh, like nearly headbutts another skull that's just in the ground. Yeah, what the fuck does she trip over? I don't know. Maybe that rabbit that oh, yeah. uh, Chuck, Chuck <laughs> yeah. released earlier. Anyway, flashback. yeah, yeah. We yeah. get a flashback. We get a flashback to a mullet running. Yeah. And then blood comes out of his mouth. Yeah, and he dies. Yeah. That's when Corey touches a skull and we find out that that skull belongs to his uncle. Yeah, there's um, um, a little flashing light, isn't there? Like a really poor electricity uh, effect. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of that in this. Yeah, later on as well, yeah. So Corey tells him, this is my uncle, you know, like in Premutas. <laughs> yeah, because he's cross-eyed. Yeah, and Dell, he isn't having any of this shit. He tells Corey, um, someone tortured this person on the cross, then set fire to the house, which killed everyone, including the torturer. <laughs> he got this from looking at a lamp that's on the floor, <laughs> a lantern. That's also like Premutas, isn't it? How <laughs> shit they were at torturing people. <laughs> yeah, nearly killed half of them, each other. <laughs> yeah, I like the fact that he identifies the skull. And he says, this is my uncle, my dad's older brother. And he says, how do you know? He says, I just know. Yeah. Like, okay, then. He does a lot of that yeah. in this it's film. It's just like, all right, then, fair enough. Not interested enough to ask any more questions, thanks. And gets really annoyed when people, like, second-guess him yeah. or don't believe him. Uh, Chuck says that death has walked through this place. Like, yes. fucking um, Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> giving us a bit of Loomis. Yeah. Uh, Corey leads them around the ruins a bit more. And he stand, He goes, like, round the side of the ruins through, like, the hole in the wall. Yeah, he goes behind the uh, the door, doesn't he? And when he's doing that, he has a look round, and he looks back through the doorway leading out, and none of his mates can see him. They, all they can see is inside an actual cabin, like it's still there. Yeah, it's incredible effects. I can't believe it. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It's like a whole new dimension of rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one, the only... Demon win! <laughs>
Uh, Corey steps back to join them, and they're like, oh, there you are. He says that he's heading through the door to see what's in there, and no one joins him. He has a look around, sees a charred, headless skeleton with a pendant on. <laughs> Again, that's been there 60 years. Yeah. To Regina, with all my love, it says. Yes, that's nice. His friends then do decide to follow him in. There's also a bit of boiled goose. Oh, nice bit of boiled goose. Still on the table. He tells Elaine that this is my grandmother, and she says, how do you know? And he says, because I just know, goddammit. <laughs> they check out the rock. Because she never had a head, even <laughs> when I knew her. <laughs> yeah, he never met her. No. She died when her dad was three, three days old. Yeah. But he knows that that's his grandmother. Yeah. Uh, his they... dad fucked off, never spoke to him or anything like that, but he knows what his grandmother's name was as well. She had a pendant with her name on. Mm. She's fucking rubbish, this. Yeah, I know, exactly. <laughs> I don't know how he knows all this stuff. They check out the writing on the wall in black paint. It says, Nunc protest. Don't, don't, don't say it out loud. Jesus Christ, it's in Latin. You never read oh, out Latin. Yeah. Don't read out, if you find anything written in Latin, daubed on a wall where everyone's dead, the last thing you're going to do is think, I'll just read that out loud. Or do what Bruce Campbell does. Yeah, and just mumble it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's the first thing Bonnie does, is read it out loud. He's just like, oh, you fucking idiot. Yeah. The, I'll read out the English then. It says, hell is here. I am the light and the death. The damned shall walk. You wouldn't read out the Latin if you saw that next to it, would you? <laughs> uh, Bonnie says the words out loud, starts a fire. And the yeah, wind. yeah, the fire just starts up immediately. Demon fire, demon wind. Oh, yeah. That was our our stage names <laughs> for a while. Yeah, well, we were doing our magician's tour. <laughs> yeah. Our karate magician's. Our friend Jeffsy was uh, Demon Earth. Together we were Earth, Wind and Fire. You may have heard of us. <laughs> Nunc protesta Santana vivet. Get out! Uh, stuff, there's blo- stuff blown off the table. The boiled goose is fucked. Yeah, the goose, the boiled goose just explodes. His things just like shaking, rattling, and rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Elvis is in. Yeah, he turns up. They all run outside. Corey stays behind long enough to nearly get a knife in the face. Yeah, just flies at him, doesn't it? Flies at him and just sticks in the wall by his head. He does a comedy double double look at it yeah. and then leaves. <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> the posh guy knows Latin and he says that the Latin means now Satan shall walk. Yeah. So he says, so why didn't you stop Bonnie from reading it out loud? If you can <laughs> read Latin and translate it, don't let her say it. It was the point of even saying it, if you can tell us what it means. Yeah. Idiot. And also, that doesn't make sense that that would be on the wall there if this was supposed to be a... As we find out later, it's a sort of protection place, isn't it? The, the house. Why would she have it written on the wall that you could just read it out and... Uh, maybe she uh, used to forget things and like... wrote it on the wall. So she woke up and think, oh, shit, yes. Like memento. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> oh, shit, yes, the devil walks here. Yeah, that's right. Okay, then. <laughs> the magicians, uh, they magic up a handgun and a shotgun each. Got yeah, each. yeah, because there's nothing more that you would need if you yeah. are travelling magicians than uh, firearms. Yeah, why would you take that to a friend's? <laughs> a friend's <laughs> a big pump-action fucking shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Del, he wants to get out of there before the sun goes down. Corey says he can do whatever he wants, but whatever is here killed my grandparents 60 years ago, and he's going to find out why. Yeah, I don't know why he's going like, to do he... that, but he is. The skeleton falls off the crucifix, showing that it's plastic, and Corey decides, 
actually, yeah, let's leave. So they all try and get in their cars, and uh, the batteries in the car are dead. In all the cars, That's none it. of them work. I can't believe it. They all argue what to do next, while Jack denies any of it even happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite reasonable, isn't he, Jack? <laughs> yeah. He's just said, "Well, I don't think anything happened. I think we all imagined it. I, it was all a hallucination. Uh, I trust my eyes, but not this time." He says, yeah. "Words to that effect." He's got glasses as well, so he can't trust his eyes. They don't work properly. That's why he's got glasses on. Scathing, scathing on anyone. <laughs> I wear glasses. I'm allowed to. That's true. You know, yeah. I've got, I've got immunity, spectacle immunity. <laughs> <laughs> Bonnie seems to have turned to Cheryl, the Cheryl character from Evil Dead. You know, the one that's uh, always yeah. just warning them. Yeah. And she tells Jack that there is something here, something evil. Yeah. It's L- been waiting all this time, waiting for us, for us to come here. Don't you see, Jack? Yeah. Start slapping him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> shaking Don't you him, see? Shaking him by his lapels. She goes on ridiculously now. She's overreacting at this point. She says, promise me something. If we die, don't bury me here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, not if we all die. Of course we we won't. Of course we can't. (laughs) If if, if anything happens to me, crucify me outside and burn me to death. (laughs) Please, for the love of God. (laughs) We have to get out of here now. She's right. This place is possessed. Be serious. I tell you, what we've witnessed here is a hallucination. Come off it, Jack. What happened in that house was real. You saw it with your own eyes. Well, then I don't believe my own eyes. Things like this simply don't happen. Jack, there is something here, something evil. Evil? Evil where? There. It's been waiting all this time. Waiting for what? For us. For us to come here. Promise me something. Anything. If we die, don't bury me here. You're not going to die, Bonnie. Promise me. Okay, I promise, but nothing's going to happen. I won't let it. Let's get her out of here. Okay, let's grab what we can carry and walk back to the station. On their way back, they're covered in fog. Yes. I've never seen a fog like this, says one of them. And it clears, and then they find out that they're not in the same areas when the fog was went over them before. Yeah, yeah. This happens like three times, doesn't it? Yeah. And they actually say, well, where are we now? It'd be great if they turned over and they were in Paris. And then they went again nice to Disneyland. Egypt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just in different locations. Yeah. It'd be good as well if uh, maybe Chuck wasn't there once. <laughs> yeah, forever. <laughs> yeah. Or not at all in this film. Yeah, that would have been better. And uh, the last time they're back at the farm. Uh, I believe at this moment we get a son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. I, do, I, I enjoy a good old son of a bitch. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, that's a t-shirt as well. <laughs> I do a good old son of a bitch. I do enjoy a good old son of a bitch. Three little girls pop up out of nowhere, and Dell goes over to ask them where they came from. <laughs> they literally yeah. just appeared in front of them through like electrical effects that we talked about earlier. One of them grabs him and throws him backwards towards his friends. They say, you can't leave. Yeah, at which point Bonnie goes absolutely fucking mental, doesn't she? Yeah. To the point of you would slap her in the face just to stop her from doing this. Yeah. Yeah, she really does go insane. Yeah, she... Very easily. (laughs) She breaks away from the group, starts running away, but bumps into one of the little girls who grabs her and tells her that she's hers now, and they both disappear. Bonnie's disappeared. She screams in the girl's face, doesn't she? She looks at her, just like... Yeah. (laughs) All that's left behind, Ken, is a baby doll version of Bonnie. (laughs) With blood out the eyes, nose, and mouth. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so she's just vanished. She's gone. Bonnie's just gone now. 
Jack just blinks stupidly. He doesn't fucking react. He, he picks the doll up. Yeah, and a young girl's voice. And you can see Jack, the actor playing Jack is working the mouth of the yeah, fucking he, doll. Yeah, he, he does move the mouth, yeah. yeah. He just says, you lied. Yeah. Not sure what the fuck that's talking about, to be honest. About nothing happening? Well, what? what? You don't really need glasses, you <laughs> bastard. <laughs> Jack drops the doll and the doll bursts into flames. Yep, and that's Bonnie. She's gone. Still, that doesn't matter. Let's all go back to the uh, cabin. Jack gives us a quick cl- uh, close-up of his best effort at sadness with the, the mouth down, like the big frowny mouth like you get in <laughs> cartoons. That's literally what he does, yeah. And that's it. Jack never mentions Bonnie again. No. <laughs> or act like she's even gone. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, uh, everyone gets over that very quickly. Yeah, no one gives a fuck about Bonnie. Uh, Dell asks Corey, what's the plan? Corey says the sun will be going down in a few minutes and they need to sleep in either their cars. Minutes. Yeah. In a few minutes. Yeah. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> it's night. <laughs> he says they either need to sleep in their cars or the house and he thinks they'll be safer in the house. You know the house, Ken, that was throwing knives at them. That's right. Yeah, the house that tried to kill them. Demonic burst- writing yeah, on the walls. keeps bursting into flame. That's, that's safer, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, that's much safer than just being in the car. Terry pretty much says this, and uh, Corey says, it's okay, he wasn't trying to kill us, it was just trying to warn us to stay away. Yeah, so let's go back in. Yeah, Dell asks <laughs> if he knows that for sure, and Corey says it's just what he thinks. I just know. Yeah, again, it's again, like, I just know. Jesus Christ, I just know. Yeah, Dell shouts at him for that, which is fair enough. Corey heads back inside, followed by everyone. Um, we get a, um, a Shakespeare reference. Yeah. Oh, lead on Macduff. Oh yes, yeah. Stacy to Chuck. What a cunt! <laughs> Chuck thinks now is a good time to try and get back together with Terry. Yeah, well, why not? Whilst Dell is friends just vanished into a puff of smoke yeah, and they could burned. all be dead. Yeah, so why not? Uh, he does this while Dell is about five feet away. <laughs> He's, He's looking just stood at them. there all the time in the background, isn't he? Uh, Dell punches Chuck to the ground. Is <laughs> the next, which is good. Yeah. It's good because it's about bloody time somebody did. He gets up and says they have nothing to fight about. Dell says, well, let's go inside then. And Chuck says, good idea. Yeah, that's because um, she tells him that she's not interested. That she's now Dell's girl. And that that's why he says we've nothing to fight about. He just looks at her when he says it as if to say, you blew it. I'm a magician. <laughs> <laughs> and you passed up on all of this. Then he, like, throws a deck of cards in her face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. of them one by one. <laughs> Where's the talk? Chuck, there's nothing left for us to talk about. Come on, Terry. I could see it in your eyes back at the cafe. Chuck, you're mistaken. I'm Dells now, and I'm going to stay with him. Terry, I love you. Chuck, it's, it's too late for that. Dell needs me. You don't. Life is just a game to you. It's not to me. I need somebody who's serious about me. Dell is. We could fight if you want to. But we don't have anything to fight about. Well, let's go inside then. Good idea. Uh, they have a look around the house some more. This, I think this is the place from Manos, isn't it? It's just got one other room. <laughs> yeah, the, the fire's lit. Yeah, yeah, um, and all the candles, yeah, in the building are lit again. Fucking waste of time. You've got a fire. You don't need all those candles lit. Corey gets invited into the bedroom by his gran, the ghost of his gran. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, I think it's a bit of magic again, isn't it? 
There's more magic. There's more magic. I oh, think. With Chuck's a, with, there, isn't he? With a handkerchief. It's a kind of magic. <laughs> That's what plays then. <laughs> the whole song. <laughs> They're all dancing to it. He goes in there alone as well, because you would, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'm just going to go in here on my own. He finds a you, book. You all stay here. Yeah, he finds a book. The Diary of Regina Carter. Indeed. It's all Necronomicon looking, isn't it? It's yeah, all it's diagrams a, and... Yeah, it's a, the diary uh, born in 1889, which again, it was like, how fucking old is everyone? Yeah. Your grandpa- it's his grandparents. You don't have grandparents born in 1889. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know when he was born, by the way. Okay. Don't, don't come at us. Abraham Lincoln. Dear bad movie called When No When Will You Ever Learn That Honest Abe? I'm looking it up. <laughs> 1809. So, so even he was born 80 years before her. That was fucking relevant, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've written Necronomicon as well. Here's a clip of Corey reading some of it out for us. Go ahead, Corey, take it away. Being the diary of Regina Carter... Born June 8th, 1889. I conjure thee, O Delos. Protect this, my child, from the evil touch. Rise now and approach me. Christ, you trying to give me a heart attack? I could ask you the same thing. Elaine comes in and scares the shit out of Corey and they laugh it off. It's, it's the only time he does laugh, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, when he's just soiled his own briefs. Anyone going to remind him that Bonnie's fucking missing still? Or <laughs> don't give it. a fuck? Nah, it's all right. Jack's got over it. Yeah, why shouldn't we? He shows Elaine the diary he found. Back to you, Corey, for more of this riveting diary. It is dusk. I know tonight I will die. Even the spells grandmother taught me can't save us now. Spells? Yeah. I know that someday you, my kin, will face the evil that comes for me. In the bottom drawer of the vanity, you will find two daggers, which are part of the sacred set of seven. The other five have been lost. It is written that with all seven, you can kill the son of Satan. I pray these two may help you. In it, she tells of two daggers, which are part of a sacred set of seven in the bottom drawer of her dresser. The other five have been lost. With all seven, you can kill the son of Satan. We never find the other five. No, no, it, it does seem a pointless yeah. revelation that was thinking, right, so they've got to find the other five, but they don't. No. Or, in fact, look for them. No, they do have a little gander at the daggers here. Also, they look a bit shit as well, don't they? It looks like the knife from Evil Dead. Yeah. I mean, this is very Evil Dead after, like from now on, yeah, I think. Yeah, once they're in the cabin. Yeah, yeah, it's very Evil Dead for the rest of it. A cook back to the lounge. They've got, uh, as Ken says, the fire's going. It's story time with Corey. This farm was built by my great-grandfather. He and a group of settlers followed a preacher named Enders to this valley. But when they arrived, Enders began preaching about the false god of the Bible and the true god he'd found here. It was a Satan worshipper. Yeah. Oh, that always a bloody way, isn't it? Yeah. You know, when you go somewhere you don't know with a preacher, it turns out that he's a Satan worshipper. We're trying to raise the devil. Then three little girls disappeared. The searchers found them. What was left of them on an altar behind Enders' place. 
He was a real sick pup. There's only one fucking house in there. Uh, maybe the rest of them burnt down. Stacy says, huh, he was a real sick pup. <laughs> yeah, he says, you calm your language. Yeah. <laughs> it was a big fight. Enders and all of his followers were burned to death in his house. That sounds fair. I hope they cook slow. Why would they burn them to death in Corey's yeah, great-grandfather's why, why house? Why is everyone going to this house to burn people? <laughs> it's the only one with a fire. How'd they talk him into that? <laughs> it's the only one who's been built with a, like a fireplace. After that, everything was okay until the summer of 1929. That was the year my father was born. June 8th. Mrs. James has had triplets. They were killed right after the birth. None of the babies was even human. All the children were the same, except for Corey's dad. What was so special about him? I have no idea. But the last entry reads, everyone is dead except George and I. It's all hopeless. I can hear them rising out in the barn. It's the... And that's what happened to my family. Join us again tomorrow for yeah. more hilarious stories of Corey's family. The end. Thanks, Corey. That was terrible. <laughs> it's alive! It's alive! It's alive! Anyway, the magicians, they're standing around talking about kicking some supernatural ass. Yes. And uh, they speak about their holidays for a bit. They say, I, I wish we had hand grenades. It's like, what's <laughs> wrong with you two? That should have been the name of our podcast. <laughs> Well, I wish we had hand grenades. <laughs> yeah. Damn. I think we should end every episode from now on with that. I wish we had hand grenades. <laughs> and that's all from us. I wish we had hand grenades. <laughs> <laughs> they look out the window and we see uh, some woman with her tits out. Yep, tits. Tits, everyone. Tits in the fog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we are getting some T-shirts here. Holy shit, I've put tits out in the fog as an album name. Yeah. One of our album names. <laughs> I've written it. We've got them. Honestly, we're merchandise masters. <laughs> this episode is spawning a fortune for us. I mean, they look at the they look at the the woman and just look at each other and say "demon" together. So that's kind of a fun nod because usually in these films they're just like, "Oh my god, there's tits out there! Let's go!" and then leg it out. <laughs> yeah, but they do still go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we're not really sure what the point of it was. Some of the fog gets under the door whilst they're busy looking at tits. Yeah. And uh, knocks everyone <laughs> it <often> out. Does. <laughs> it knocks everybody out, the fog. Yeah. Can't wake anybody up. When they go outside, they say the lines, they're playing our song. Yeah. Let's dance. These two fucking high school dicks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Possibly a cool line if it wasn't said by a magician, is what I've said. But uh, they head off into the fog anyway. Yeah, uh, she's still she's now floating and saying, "Over here, I have something for you." The tits, yeah, yeah old, old titty, titty demon, old foggy tits. <laughs> yeah, and it's actually Corey's gran that's up there, flying around. Yeah, nice tits though. Full devil makeup. <laughs> she's got full devil makeup on. She's in a tattered dress. We see some zombie hillbillies. They turn up to help the devil gran. Uh, the magicians open fire on them, which is the first time I never thought I'd say that out loud in yeah. a sentence. 
Just, I just found out at this point that Chuck calls Stacy the maestro, like from Blood Delirium. Really? Yeah. Herman. Says, <laughs> How am I supposed to shoot zombies? <laughs> With Jim. Yeah, he says, look out, maestro. That's what he says. <laughs> it's not even quicker. <laughs> yeah, than just Is saying Stacy or Stacy. Yeah, just like, just like look out. He'd know he was talking to you. There's only <laughs> two of you there. <laughs> Yeah, I can't remember what the exact thing, but he definitely calls him Maestro. Play the clip. I think we might just get out of this. Should we doubt it? Hey, Chuck. Oh. What? what, Maestro? Luckily, we don't have to worry about magicians for too long as they go back to back. They're shooting zombies. Stacy get gets his throat ripped out. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure how that happens. There's nobody no. near him. No, he, he just, just goes, just, oh. just turns around and he, like, he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. We do get an eat this with a shotgun blast as well, which is quite cool. Yeah, they've all got yellow blood, by the way, the, uh, the demons. A bit like Alien, but far less impressive. Do you know the last thing that Stacy says before he dies? Uh, oh, shit. No. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. That's probably more, more um, likely. <laughs> presto. He does. <laughs> he says fucking presto and then yeah. dies in Chuck's arms. Yeah. And he's just like, pesto? What? It's a secret Pasta. ingredient. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a secret ingredient in my lasagna. <laughs> I always wanted to tell you. <laughs> yeah, he just dies. Unless that's Chuck's stage name. <laughs> yeah, maestro and presto. <laughs> pesto. <laughs> pesto. <laughs> yeah, I suppose, yeah. Bit of spice to the proceedings. <laughs> Chuck tries escaping, but he's blocked by a zombie who he, he gives her an around the house kick. He does, yeah. Takes his head clean off. Yeah, he, he, he grabs the shotgun, doesn't he? And pulls a really stupid face with it. Mm. Yeah, like he's trying to be Rambo or something. Yeah, and then he does. He just kicks the head clean off. He gets back to the house and decides, instead of going inside, I'll just shout fuck you to the zombies. Yeah, I made it. Which, you know, you know when somebody shouts that? You know that they're definitely safe and there's no way that they're actually going to get killed immediately. Yeah. Well, no. Because he shouts, I made it, fuck you, and he's killed immediately. What are yeah. the chances? Zombie granny, she yeah. shouts surprise at him. Yeah, it's, it's, nice. it's nice that they have that kind of humour, isn't it, demons? Yeah. Yeah. Surprise! But it, far ridiculous. You can't really hear what they're saying a lot of the time. No, especially at the end. Yeah, it's all distorted, isn't it? And then she jumps on him, and that's the end of Chuck, thankfully. Yeah. And you just hear off screen, you just hear a, a scream from Chuck. Everyone wakes up in the cabin. They wonder where the magicians are. Seem surprised that they've disappeared. Isn't that what they do? That is what they do. Yeah, yeah. it's part of their craft. They look outwards. Uh, they look outwards, like <laughs> outside. <yonder>. <laughs> they look outside. <laughs> they look yeah. outside for ages. Except for Corey, who's looking inwards. Yeah, uh, and just finding does. out what's troubling him. <laughs> yeah, they look outside for ages, and uh, slowly they all look down at the same time and see just. The, the kids' bodies on the lawn there. Yeah, which are right visible. Yeah. As soon as you open the door, that's the only thing you can see. But uh, it takes them quite a while. It's kind of an underwhelming image because you expect them to be like bloodied up and maybe like their guts ripped out somewhere. They're just lying there. Yeah, it's just two dead people, just yeah. people laying on the floor. And Terry screams, No! <laughs> <laughs> I really like that as well. I liked her overreaction to that. Yeah. <laughs> so there are only two fucking magicians. Yeah. They were dicks. No one did that when Bonnie fucked off. No, no one's even noticed she's dead. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, no. 
Cut to Dell telling Terry he will get them out of there. I'll keep you safe. Corey tells Dell that him and Elena are off to check the only other room in the place again. Uh, they go inside there and Elaine asks why didn't he tell the others about the daggers and the spells in the diary. And Corey says, tell them what, that my grandmother was a witch and they used spells to protect her son in this house? Is that what, yeah. Well, yeah, it doesn't take that long, does it? He says it like they wouldn't believe that after everything <laughs> they've just fucking seen. They just watch Bonnie get turned into a doll and two magicians get killed in a field. Yeah, still. That sounds like bullshit to me, Corey. He says Dell's half crazy and Jack's a basket case. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure he is. He's not really done anything, has he, That's Jack? That's said. They're the most level-headed out of everyone in the <laughs> fucking place. Yeah, Jack's not done anything and Dell just wants to get everyone out safely. Yeah. A fucking lunatic. <laughs> he says one more thing and either of them could lose it. <laughs> uh, Elaine says maybe those spells can help us. Didn't help my grand much, did they? 60 years ago. Yeah. Remember? Remember how we don't know what even happened? Yeah. Exactly. He gives Elaine one of the daggers for protection and they tell each other how in love they are. Which is nice. So what else is nice? What? Him feeling her up while she's asleep? Del molesting his <laughs> girlfriend, yeah. She turns to face him as he's doing that and it's actually a woman with half a face. It's Chuck. Is it Chuck? Yeah. It's Chuck. I thought it was a woman. Half a face Chuck. Fucking hell. Sorry, Chuck. It's even worse. It's even worse than a woman. It's a magician. (laughs) (laughs) It's the worst case scenario. just a dream though thankfully and jack hears a car yeah and, it, it's it's that double bluff one isn't it where it's actually just a dream and he wakes up and he's like oh jesus and jack's like hold on did anyone else hear that i think that's a car and it is it's willie and rena yeah that's what they shout it's willie and rena <laughs> remember like, them remember them from when they were mentioned earlier that they were also on their way no us neither they've never been mentioned but here they are two new characters halfway through the film Willie and fucking Rena. <laughs> Incidentally, these two characters are the most pointless fucking characters ever. They do nothing. Absolutely nothing. They're here to have more deaths, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, except Willie has got a mullet and a whole skeleton for an earring. Yeah, you know like the ones you get in science class? That same size, just sitting next to him in the car. <laughs> just dragging it behind him in the car. <laughs> Just flapping out the window. <laughs> He's got the arm of the skeleton over his shoulder. <laughs> Constantly like a drunk friend. That's Willie. Corey screams at them not to turn the engine off. He waves frantically at them. Yeah, and, they, uh, they all run outside and start shouting, don't turn it off, don't turn it on. And they're like banging on the bonnet and everything, shouting, don't turn it off. And of course, Willie, uh, the decent guy that he is, can't hear them, so he turns the engine off. He's like, what? But the thing is, like, they actually get to the window yeah, next to him. at his car. Yeah, and he still can't hear him. Yeah. He's probably so he... playing Sweet Child of Mine too loud. <laughs> so he turns it off, rolls the window down, and he's like, sorry? Yeah. <laughs> like, hmm? Fucking hell. And they're just like, oh, for fuck's sake, Willie. And he's like, what I do, guys? What I do? He tries the engine, and sure enough, it's fucked. Oh, fucking Willie. Why would you invite nine mates to come and check out a barn in the middle of fucking nowhere? <laughs> and we get a demon laughing in the wind. Yeah, like I just did. Demon wind. Mm, laughing wind. 
Silent wind. Silent but a deadly wind. <laughs> Willie and Rena ask no questions about yeah, what's yeah, going exactly. on. Exactly, no, they just join in, don't they? It's like, oh, right then, let's nail all these windows shut. Yeah, they're like, oh, well, they're simply <laughs> joining and being terrified, basically, as soon as they get out of the car. No, it's because the car doesn't work anymore. <laughs> they ask nothing. They don't know what's going on. I don't think anything's explained. They, yeah, they don't ask, they don't get told, they just join in. Yeah. That's Willie and Rena, that's why you invite them. Yeah, they all head back into the house and start boarding up the windows. And that's when Dell tells them that him and Terry are heading out and they won't spend another night in this house. Even though they've just helped nail the windows shut. And they're just like, actually, fuck it, we're going. Dell says to Terry, you sure you want to come with me? And she says, wherever you go, I go. And he says, that's why I keep her with me. <laughs> He's like, yeah, we know, okay. Plus, that's actually given him no choice but to keep her with him. Yeah, if she if she's going to follow him wherever he goes, he's, he's no choice in the matter, has he? It's not his decision. So yeah, stop stop it with your toxic masculinity. <laughs> so if Del said <laughs> like it was your decision, like you control her, <laughs> it's her decision to be with you, not the other way around, Del. <laughs> Get with the program. <laughs> if he says, "Sure, you want to come with me," and she says, "I go wherever you go," he would have said, well, "I guess I don't have a fucking choice, then, do I?" <laughs> <laughs> See, that's better dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> if we did the script edits on this. <laughs> Corey gives them a, a gun. I thought at the time it was their only gun they had. No, they still got the shotgun, haven't they? Yeah. He says, you may need this. Del thanks him and uh, the two of them set off. Del and Terry. And Jack says, I don't think they're going to make it back. <laughs> Corey says... I don't think so either. It's <laughs> yeah, really nice of them to try and stop them. <laughs> just dismisses them. <laughs> Basically just saying, okay, off you go then. And I'll send them away to their deaths. <laughs> and they get back to securing the house and Corey uh, takes some time out to try and speak to his gran. He says, it's you in the house. It's you doing all this, isn't it? The fire lights up, which I'm assuming means yes. He asks what the demons are afraid of. Uh, and Elaine and the other three turn up, saying the house is secure. And it's uh, this is when Willie pipes up. He says, what are we going to do now? Should we stay here and wait? And Jack says, why don't we go on the offensive yeah, and attack? Let's attack it. And it's like, <laughs> attack what? The fog. <laughs> the oh, wind. Gonna... Let's attack the wind. Attack the wind was your solo <laughs> album, wasn't it? <laughs> it was, yeah. I love the cover of that. It was uh, just me with a flute. <laughs> like you dressed as uh, Van Damme in Hard Target. Yeah, do, doing the splits with a flute up my ass. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that wouldn't have worked. That's not how you play a flute. <laughs> no. Unless you're an American pie. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! They speak about the barn being... Maybe it's the centre of this evil, because we didn't mention it, but they, they looked at the barn. They did. They was, uh, it was in the diary, wasn't it? Yeah. I can hear them rising up in the barn. Yeah. They all agree to head over to it and have a look, see if it's if the door works the same way it does for the house, where you can you walk through it and you're into the, the barn as it was before. Uh, we see Del and Terry. They're walking. They're getting enveloped by the fog. The fog. And when it clears, this is actually the best shot of the film, actually, I think, like in terms of like spooky. Because when it clears, Terry's like turned away and she's the other side of him, mm-hmm. looking out into the distance. That's where it ends, though, because uh, it turns out Terry's turned into a demon, stabs Del through the forehead with her fingernails. Yeah, she's got like stick fingers, hasn't she? Yeah. And really thin twigs. Yeah. Still, it's enough to kill him. He says, but I loved you. And she says... I love you too. And uh, Del yeah, dies. In demon voice. And she laughs. 
Terry? Terry, where the hell are you? Can't you hear it? Hear what? Death! Anyway, the barn. There's an it's awesome. It's a shame, actually. I like Dell. I know. I know. He was uh, like a violent, misogynistic rapist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but S- still, you know, <laughs> still better than the fucking magicians, <laughs> aren't he? <laughs> still more likable than them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they find an altar in the barn. It's got a cow skull on the wall behind it. Yeah, and um, Rena, in what appears to be her only purpose, uh, just looks at it and says. It's kind of beautiful. Which it isn't. It isn't at all, no. It's like it's a bench with a fucking skull above it. I don't know, is it not a person? It's a skeleton, but with a cow skull. I'm Maybe. sure it's a skeleton. Might be. Yeah, and then she, an she gets she gets close. Yeah, it is an altar, but, yeah. but it's made of a skeleton and a cow's head. Yeah. And she gets closer and says, it really is beautiful. And it returns the favour. By opening its mouth, a massive tongue shoots out and just starts strangling her. Yeah. Which is odd. <laughs> Pulls her in and bites her head. Yeah. Blood everywhere. Yeah, it doesn't actually bite it off or make any sort of mark on her. No, But just there blood. is blood, yeah. So uh, you assume that she's she's dead. Yeah, Willie doesn't care, obviously. No, it's a shame, really, because I really like Rena. She was one of my favourite characters for three minutes yeah. <laughs> since she appeared. <laughs> yeah, Willie's uh, he's not fucking bothered, is he? He's trying to get his skull in the barn with him, his, uh, his skeleton <laughs> earring that's dragging along the floor. He's thinking, I'm having that altar in my other ear. <laughs> trying to attach it. <laughs> trying to balance it out. <laughs> trying to attach it into his other ear. A bit heavy on the left side. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, they all run out. And my my note is, oh, fuck, the magicians are back. Yes, they are, yeah, but now as demons. With wigs on. Yeah, they're like demons slash zombies, aren't they, really, these yeah. things now? But why are they wearing wigs? Why can't what? they use their normal hair? Why are they wisecracking? Uh-huh. It's kind of like joking zombies, demons, whatever. It's like, shut up. Thought you you thought you died, and that was the end of that. But they're still dicking about, and they're beyond the dead. Stacy slaps his will. Oh no, sorry now. Stacy slaps <laughs> Willie to the ground. Uh, they attack the rest of them until Corey pulls a sacred dagger out, and they recoil, which allows him to get out of the barn. Yeah, it, it gives us the "This is the house of the damned," which is nice. The uh, shotgun fails, doesn't it? At this point. Oh yeah, no, yeah, nothing yeah. can work in yeah, there. Yeah, nothing it? works because this is the house of the damned. That's what they say. And as is so often the case, they forgot about Willie. But it's okay, because he's dead. He's been beheaded by Zombie Rena. Yeah, who's upside down, isn't she? Yeah, outside the the, yeah. the main house. She shows them the... Uh, the only reason you know this is uh, Willie's head is because it's got the full skeleton attached to the ear, because yeah. it looks nothing fucking like him. No, and it's got a mullet, I suppose. Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine having to do, like, a fake head and having to put a mullet on it. And uh, a skeleton <laughs> earring. You'd just be like, for God's sake, I'm a serious artist. <laughs> 
Corey uh, stabs her with the dagger. She turns back to normal, tells him, you killed me, and then disappears in a flash yeah. of light. It's weird, though, because um, is it, it, Elaine says, don't use the dagger. And I'm not sure why she says that. Yeah, I don't know that either. Because he does use it, and uh, it she, she vanishes, yeah. Uh, magicians come out of the barn. They shout something I couldn't understand. Uh, they put, you will all scream in hell tonight. More zombies follow them out. Get some shit special effects lightning bolts hitting the zombies. Yeah, yeah, the house uh, is is firing them as well, isn't it? The house is like covered in electricity. He tells us Gram- grandma's spell still works. Eat it, scumbags. Yeah. That lasts for about 90 seconds before the demons break the spell. And Corey's <laughs> like, oh no, the spell is broken. <laughs> yeah, Jack says, I'm just going to go and check in that other room. And it's like, fuck it, Why? Why? <laughs> Why, why don't we come then? Why yeah. don't we all go? There's only four of us left. Everyone yeah. else is dead. Why don't we just stay together is now? Is there four? Is there three? I don't care. Three is Jack. I don't. I thought he'd be dead instantly, but he's, he's still in there. It's Jack, Corey, and Elaine, isn't it? Oh, shit, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, sorry. I forgot that Willie and Rena had, had died after... Everyone forgets Willie. After three minutes. Yeah, he gives him his shotgun. I don't know why he hands his fucking shotgun over, but he does. Yeah, he's only going in the other room. Yeah. Corey tells him, good luck, and it's like, oh, he's dead then, basically. You're giving him the big the big speech, good luck, and then uh, Jack responds, the same, uh, which means there's no way he's living through this. <laughs> this is what I thought. Uh, zombies start entering the house. Corey, shotgun blast uh, the Stacey zombie out the window. Same with Chuck, who also tries getting in. Jack, meanwhile, when he goes in, he's instantly attacked through the boards, and he's got a hammer. He has got a hammer. He hammers Stacey's hand to the wall. Uh, when she tries getting in. He tries getting in. When he tries getting in, of course, yeah. <laughs> no, it's Terry's hand. Well, don't say Stacy then. Shit. <laughs> Jack, <laughs> Jack, meanwhile, hammers Terry's hand to the wall when she tries getting in. and uh, That'll stop him. Meanwhile, Lou Diamond Phillips tries getting in to eat Jack <laughs> and eventually Terry. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> to uh, to eat Jack and eventually Terry manages to... I wonder which one he was. He's the, the the I think he's the close up face one at the window there before Terry. You think? Yeah, he's got the long black hair and it fucking looks like him to be honest. Uh, I don't know. I didn't know. I wasn't looking out for Ludine Philip. Loodle doodle. I wasn't looking out for the little doodle doodle. And then eventually Terry manages to bite Jack on the hand after he swings wildly out the window yeah. for no reason. Yeah, it is weird, isn't it, that he's doing that? Uh, Bonnie comes back to try and get him to uh, to come outside to help her. Yeah, remember Bonnie? Remember Bonnie? Remember? No, no nobody else does. No, Jack, Jack barely Jack's does. Jack's just like, who the hell are you? She, she is back. Anyway, she's no longer a doll. I've put Jack's hand starts looking possessed for the 200th reference to Evil Dead. <laughs> uh, Elaine comes into the back room for the diary, but Evil Jack is there. He feels her tits up for a bit. Yeah. Why the fuck does he do that? Why would she let him? <laughs> <laughs> even if he's not a, you know, because he's a demon, it's even worse. But if he's not a demon, what's she doing? Just standing there presenting them. She says goodbye to Jack and stabs him in the eye through his glasses. Yeah. He devolves into a child, then a toddler, then a baby, and then a dove. <laughs> and then disappears. Yeah. What the <laughs> fuck's all that about? John Woo. He's <laughs> fucking John Woo, isn't it? Yeah. John Woo, executive producer. He's like, needs more doves. Uh, no she does explain it i actually wrote what the fuck is going on but she actually explains it when she goes back in 
she says um, uh, something like, Jack's dead, my friend. Call me <laughs> the Joker. <laughs> no, she says, I saw his soul. Or, she says, I saw his asshole. <laughs> Pretty... Which one's more likely? <laughs> yeah, doves up his ass. You don't, yeah, which is the John Woo uh, biography book. <laughs> yeah, we're working on that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's what she says. I saw his soul, which I guess means his soul was that of a dove. Beautiful. Peaceful. Pure. Corey runs into the room, shuts the door. Elaine tells him about Jack, which is that bit, I guess. Yeah. And Corey tells her, well, you did him a favor, so who cares? Uh, zombies try breaking into the room. And they get in, and eventually they break the door down. Corey apologizes as they're overwhelmed. I'm so sorry to bring you all. I've killed eight of my closest friends <laughs> to come and look at a fucking burned down shack. Oh, I thought you were apologizing to the demons. Sorry to have woken you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that would have helped. But suddenly, right, and this is where I'm going to say from now on, this film is yep. fucking ridiculous. It certainly is. This is. I just could not wait for. For, for this film to end now from this point on and it I just th- carries I, on. I don't know. I I think it is from when he turns into a dove. I think that bit possibly heralds the turning point. Yeah. From now on until the end of the film, every five minutes I was like, I can't believe this has this long <laughs> left in the film because it goes on, doesn't it, now from yeah, now on. Yeah, still about 20 minutes. I it? couldn't believe it. Yeah, we hear a voice. It's the voice of the preacher telling the zombies to come to him. Yeah, preacher enders. Yeah, the one that he tells about in the story. Yeah. The zombies leave Corey and Elaine. They head back out of the room well, towards time, the voice. What a time to call them off. I know. When they finally got in, into a place they've not been able to get into for 60-odd years. He finally get in and he's like, okay, come on, playtime's over. I have arrived, my children. Gather now. Come, my sheep. I am come to take you. Yes, you the faithful, tonight reap your reward. Our time is at hand. I bring you greetings from the Shadow Father. So my children, at last have we gathered. And after all these years, shall we complete the cycle. Father, take us. All fall before him. All love him. Tonight, shall we open the door for our beloved father? Yea, my flock. Come, come unto me. And in a in a twist, just a surprise shock twist of the film we find out that uh, Preacher Enders was actually the guy who shits himself at the beginning yeah it's not oh is it it is no it's the just same looks actor. like him what surely it's not him it's him though isn't it I don't think it is yeah because they go back later and the, the waitress is a demon as well so it's obviously him I don't know if it is the same actor or the same character the same character it's gotta be because I'm not sure. Why would you why would that not be the case? I'm looking him up, but I didn't think it was. I thought it was just some other guy with white hair. Oh, you thought it was a different actor? Yeah. It's the same guy. I'm looking it up. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's the same man. Lou Diamond Phillips was in fact called 
in the credits, Lewis Gem Phipps. <laughs> Brilliant. There you go. We were talking about that earlier. There we go. I'm trying to find him. He's not even fucking listed. <laughs> what was his fucking name? I wrote it down. Daughtry or some shit? Rufus Norris. He's not even on the cast list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for fuck's He's sake. not even real. What is this film you've got us fucking reviewing here? Is anyone even listening to this? <laughs> is it just fucking us? It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! I'm telling you, it's the same fucking guy anyway. Well, well I guess we'll never find out now. I just thought he was another guy with white hair. No. No? I think that's the whole point, isn't it? I don't think there was a point, to be honest. Well, I there isn't. At this stage but... of the film, yeah. <laughs> I was unsure about what the point was. He says some shit and they all disappear into him and he turns, right? And this yeah, film... It's, yeah, it's like where, you know, Freddy absorbs the souls, yeah. but really, really badly. He turns into some sort of like... He looks a, like a cross between the melted guy in Robocop and the toxic Avenger. He's like a cross between them. Yeah, a bit, a bit like... Um, uh, what is it? What's that fucking film now? Michael Rooker. Where they all melt. Oh, I can't remember it. Anyway, fuck it. Who cares? Carry on. Yeah, this this film turns into like Power Rangers now. <laughs> now, yeah, he, he do, it does look poor, doesn't it? This main demon. Uh, Bonnie appears next to him. She's fine, as it turns out. And uh, he turns he turns her into an old woman by sucking the blood out of her neck. Mm-hmm. Eventually, she's just a skeleton. They puts it on as an earring. Aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> Throws her away like yesterday's jam. Slither. Slither, yeah, 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 of course. <laughs> Yesterday's jam. <laughs> you fucking keep jam longer than a day. <laughs> now and only now, he turns his attention to Corey and Elaine. How much jam do you get through if you're throwing it away after a day? What I want to know is why would why would he call the zombies away as they were about to kill Corey and Elaine, only for him to now have to try and kill them? I don't know. Answer me that. I don't know. Maybe maybe he was trying to ask them to eat a hot link sandwich. <laughs> ah, of course. Corey tells Elaine to try one of the spells in the book. She draws a circle on the floor. The it's preacher's fucking tiny, isn't it? That, yeah, she draws it's big a enough really, for her really to get in. Small, uh, tiny little pentagram. The preacher's monologuing outside, of course. Corey tells Elaine that he loves her. She replies the same. They both start reading the spell. Yeah, there's a little candle. A candle gets lit again. Yeah. A new, another candle. Yeah, but hang on. Who's, who's this coming through the door? It's Goat Legs. <laughs> goat Legs <laughs> McFurry fuck. It's all like <laughs> pubic hair all over him. Like Torgo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Corey grabs some cocaine out of a pouch he got. I don't know where he got that from. No, probably the magician's. Throws it on the ground, and this is where I was like, this is fucking ridiculous now. Because his head turns, like, he has light all around his head. It disappears, and what the fuck's he turned into? I don't know. What the fuck's this, Ken? I'm not sure. It's some sort of uh, alien nation, isn't it? It's like some yeah. out of Star Trek. Yeah, I think he's some, uh, supposed to be some sort of, like, sentient alien being or something he's totally bald no eyebrows with a big like yeah. cone head he's like the, the mekon yeah <laughs> why the fuck would this happen where do you get the pouch of shit from not sure but he's got mind powers but what the fuck is this movie it's a shame you can't understand a single thing the demon says yeah his voice is all distorted terrible 
But Corey does tell him that he's going to pay for it, whatever he says anyway. So, the great secrets. Yes. Lady Lenovelid, I took her husband and her head. And now you're going to pay for that. And then he kicks him in the bollocks. He's turned into a sentient alien, meek and head, just to kick this de- uh, demon in the bollocks. Yep. And that's the extent of his plan, it seems. Yeah, well, that's brains for you. And balls. Yeah. He says, die, child of man. Die. (laughs) At which point, uh, Corey just wakes up on the floor and just goes, oh, what a terrible dream. And all of his friends are there saying, hey, man, what happened, dude? Yeah. And he just says, uh, "Um, yeah. He was just dreaming, says Terry. You just walked into the, the, uh, the cabin and just fell unconscious. We're not sure what happened. And he's like, oh, my God. And we all relax because it's a dream. And uh, when I was the viewers at home are going, what the fuck a dream, you fucking bastards. Yeah. And then it turns out that it's not a dream. And the joke's on us. Oh, twist after twist after twist. Because Del throws up rice pudding all over the floor. Yeah. He spills his uh, his yogurt. Little did I know, this is this is the emotional rollercoaster I went through watching this. Little did I know that when it, it turned up, oh, this is a dream, I was like, this better not have been a fucking dream. You better not end the film <laughs> See, like this. I told you, that's what it means. But little did I know, after when I actually got to the end, I was like, I wish it fucking ended there, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it's really one of those where you actually just wish the whole film was one of your dreams. Yeah. You didn't have to sit through it for 96 minutes. They all turn back into zombies and Elaine calls out to him for help. Yep, she's a demon. She turns into a zombie She's as well. a bloody demon. A demon. Yeah, careful. Tells Corey that she's sorry. She loves him. Again, it's about the sixth time someone's told Corey that they love him. Yeah, we have a flashback to his dad cutting his own wrists. Yeah. That we never saw anyway. So, attacks you know, Corey nor, with the... Nor did he, so I don't know how we're having a flashback to it, because he was on his own. Attacks Corey with the razor blade. Corey tells him it won't work. He's not afraid of him. Don't know why. Freddy Krueger-esque, this bit. Yeah. He says, you're the one who's terrified, not me. I'm Corey. I'm not scared of anything. (laughs) (laughs) You're terrified of us because we are alive. You're just a shadow hiding behind cheap magic tricks. Yeah, at which point Chuck and Stacy are just like, presto. (laughs) Pesto. (laughs) Cooking. They got chef's uh, house on. Just throw uh, spices at him. He says, God changed you into a snake and a chicken shit at the same time. Yeah, that's a clever one, isn't it? No. That's a very clever <laughs> phrase. Uh, the preacher throws him across the room. He's about to kill him when Elaine uses the... I think it was just a fork. That's not yeah. a dagger, is it? It's no. just like a bloody barbecue fork. Yeah, it looks, or yeah like something from the fireplace. Yeah. He heads to her, but Corey rugby tackles him to the ground. That's mystical, isn't it? I'm glad he oh, turned he, his head he into her. He flies at him, doesn't he? Yeah. Because yeah, he can hell. now fly as well. This is fucking stupid, this <laughs> fucking film. He tells Elaine to read the last spell in the diary. She does, and the fire bursts flames at him, setting him on fire, blows the whole fucking movie up for the second time. Yeah, total body on fire, though, so I always like that. As My question is, what's the fucking point of the daggers? A, mentioning there were seven, never seeing the others, and B, they don't even use the fucking daggers <laughs> to kill this fucking thing at the end. They use fire. <laughs> they use a spell in the book. Why didn't they just read the spells at the fucking beginning? <sighs> Why is his fucking head like this? What's happened to your head? 
You're saying going to stay with you like this. You can't even put a wig on it, unless it's an Elizabethan wig. <laughs> anyway, right, that's it. That's it. All Fucking over. rubbish. She's there. Elaine's normal again. And she says, is it over? No, Re- it fucking isn't. Is it really over? No. Uh, yeah, and it never is if you ask it asking that. No, it never is. There's always something else going to happen. Um, anyway, what they do, the sun comes up. They drive over to Harcourt's. They just pop in. You know, not sure why. Maybe for a hot link sandwich. <laughs> Less than a dollar. It's the best deal you'll get in town. And they pop in. And um, the woman behind the counter, she's there. She's a oh, Elaine. <laughs> And it's just like, oh, so Elaine was the name of... I, I never knew that until now, actually. This is when I actually went back and wrote Elaine in instead of girlfriend. Yeah, and the the woman at the uh, in the place, uh, she's a demon. And uh, I don't know, and then there's like the book and uh, a bit of light. The book. Um, you opened it and we came. You know when they, they've solved the puzzle? Yeah. It's like this bit, isn't it? Yeah. Where this shoots out and hits her in the face. and then Yeah, she... which I, it's like, well, why are they at the... The diner. Why have they gone to the diner again? To kill how the do waitress. They know that, how do they know that she was involved? Because the... Because uh, he was there with his menu and yeah. his flyers. Because the preacher was... Uh, Bullshit. That's why, Ken. No, I'm not having that. Smoke comes out the door, they run into the car, they drive off at speed. And if you remember that girl from the beginning of the film, the one in the 90 with the stick that pointed at us, yeah. you remember her? I do right remember Right at the beginning. I remember her, yeah. Was that little Linda? Maybe. Possibly. She's back. What's she doing? She's watching him drive off. Oh. She turns towards the camera, towards us, and we see that she's a zombie. Oh, no. She's possessed. She's a demon. She smiles at the camera and shoots eye lasers at us. Shit. My last note for this film is, unfortunately, it didn't kill me. <laughs> well, at least the fucking movie's <laughs> over. <laughs> What a great film. <laughs> I fucking hated the last 20 minutes of this film. Yeah, that's why I'm here. The first the first hour is standard bad movie cult fare, just ridiculous characters, all unlikable, getting attacked by zombies in a PG-13 with occasional um, head rips off and oh, stuff sorry. like that, yeah. yeah. Um, but the last 20 minutes is absolute bollocks. <laughs> As soon as his head turns into an alien head, I'm like, oh no, yeah, what is this yeah, now? Yeah, I, I did actually when that happened, because I'd already seen this, and when is I watched on... it again, I forgot. It... I forgot that happened. Where did you watch this, Ken, for people who want to have a little little look? Uh, it was originally when I watched it, I think it was on Amazon, but yeah. I don't think it is anymore. Is it on Shudder now? I'm not sure it's on Shudder either, no. I couldn't find it, but uh, it's I believe, on YouTube. I believe I watched it on yeah, YouTube, yeah, yeah. you can still find it on YouTube, so yeah. If you really want to watch this, then you're a fucking idiot. But if you do want to, <laughs> it is on YouTube for your perusal. It's great. It's a film about demons and wind. It's an Evil Dead ripoff. If they had, if they spliced Evil Dead in with Power Rangers, and that sounds good to me. That. Yeah, but in, in theory, but in practice, yeah, Psycho Gorman's good. <laughs> yeah, not necessarily this one. Yeah, is this getting the bad movie called Two Thumbs Up? Uh, no. I think it's going to get... <laughs> it's not going to any of my thumbs it, up. I think one of mine's up. Well, <laughs> on that note, let's bring this episode of the podcast to a close. No film pitch in this one. It's a bonus episode. So you Yeah, know. come on. 
manage your expectations. Yeah, I'm going to have to have a lie down after this episode. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I would say thank you for this, Ken, but I don't know if I can bring myself to say it. Come on, I've got to balance them out somehow. I don't know. It's been some great films, so let me throw a couple in that you don't like. I suppose so. What did you think to this film if you've seen it? Highly unlikely, but if you have, let us know. Let us know through social media. Give us a little uh, little comment when we release this. Uh, comment underneath, tell us what you thought, or you can email us. The email address is badmoviecourt at gmail.com. As I said before, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, at badmoviecourt, or most of those. We're on, where else are we? Uh, letterboxd Run, uh, yeah we need to remember start. that yeah. <laughs> yeah i still put on what i'm watching that's good at least yeah. we're doing that yeah <laughs> i don't know where, where are we getting all the listeners from spotify yeah uh stitcher that's in there as well yeah i don't even know what that is but nice one nice one stitcher yeah if you want to discuss this week's episode you can with other cult members in the facebook group just search bad movie cult discussion group on facebook all links will be available in the show notes you can support the podcast by leaving us an Apple Podcast rating or review. You can also do that on Spotify now. You can do it on Good Pods. YouTube, give us a like on YouTube as well. Yeah, follow us. Give us a subscription. Why not? Follow and subscribe. Greatly it's all free, appreciated. isn't it? Yeah. It's all free to you, but it means the world to us. It does. It's a massive help in getting us found by new listeners. What is a cult without cult members? Exactly. Just two men Dicking wanking it. in front of each other, isn't it, basically? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, which is what we used to do before we bought these microphones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure it is that. Didn't get paid not, for it then either. <laughs> I'm not sure that is the definition of a cult without members. You can find all previous episodes as well as written reviews of films not covered on the podcast on our website, www.badmoviecult.com. Join us again in a week's time. We'll be back with another movie review, deep dive and film pitch right here on the Bad Movie Cult Podcast. See you later, Ken. Goodbye. Let's go for a wank. I've got a dick like a burnt down cottage.